It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. Say good evening in French. Bonsoir, good evening. C'est Simon Marcel. Simon, everybody calls me Simon in France. Everybody calls me Simon here. I like both equally. And my goddaughter actually calls me Sai, but that's just for her. Uh, she's the only one who calls me Sai. Simon or Simon. So we're going to talk love. We're going to talk relationships. Um, we get to phone calls. I just want to kind of a express of gratitude for, for your loyalty and also for trusting me with uh, your love life and, and uh, your relationships. All the voicemails, especially. Got a lot of voicemails every day, every night, because it's open 24-7. So, um, of course, now, but also after the show, if you have questions, just call me. 855-905-8255. The lines of the rendezvous are open for you. If you have a question about your love life, call me now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Lexi. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Lexi. So what's going on? How can I help you? Well, um, so I was dating this guy for a couple of weeks. Um, mm -hmm. It was really, like, strong. And, uh, and then I um, told him I wasn't interested. Uh, mm -hmm. And now I'm realizing I think I am interested. And so he was pursuing me, and now I'm not sure, you know, what to do. And I don't want mm -hmm. to be chasing either, so... Well, but what has changed? It's interesting. I mean, what has changed from you not wanting to date him to you wanting to date him? Um, I needed some time for myself to think about it a little bit because everything happened a little too fast for me. And so maybe I was just like, oh, <laughs> I'm not interested. Okay. But then when I thought about it, I was just like, well, he is kind of cool and sweet. Mm -hmm. Did you guys um, actually had ulala? Yes, we did. Yes, you did. Okay. Um, when you think about him, what do you miss about him before we go to the what to do? What do you miss the most about him? Uh, we talked for hours. Like, we talked for 12 hours one time. From okay. like 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, now you're just friends, right? So, there's, there's no more ooh-la-la romance. You just, because it's kind of over, right? So, for now, you're friends. Yeah, I guess so, because we haven't even seen each other since as we were friends after I told him I wasn't interested. Got it. Well, listen, um, you're going you're gonna to own it. You get a rich ad, said, you know, I, I've been thinking about you lately. Um, can we go to dinner? Something like that. Uh-huh. And then you can have a great conversation at dinner, explain you've changed your mind a little, and then flirt, and then it's on. Okay. All right, then. So do that, and it will work out just very finely and nicely. Okay, good. Thank you. You're welcome, Lexi. Good luck to you, and have a good night. You too. So now I'm going to go to my voicemail because somebody left me a message because they're afraid to say something very important and need my help. So that voicemail is next. So if you have a question for me, you need my help, and I mean 24-7, just leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255, and we'll get to it. Just take a listen to this one. Hi. Um, I'm actually calling. Um, I met somebody four months ago, and wonderful guy. Um, wonderful. Do anything for me. Um, we're going to take a trip together to hang out with friends. Um, he invited me, um, but I'm ready 
to tell him I love him, but I don't want to be the first one to say that. I don't know if he's ready or I don't know. I'm confused. I need help. Thank you. No, thank you for your voicemail. So what should you do if you want to say I love you to your partner, um, but you don't know if you should do it first or should you wait for your partner to say it first? What should you do? I'll tell you that next. Have you ever been in a situation where you start dating somebody that you really like and then you really like them a lot and then you feel you could say I love you and uh, then you're afraid to say it first? Exactly what uh, this uh, voicemail was about. I'm afraid to say I love you first. What should I do? Here's my advice. When you're not sure of yourself, don't do it. Abstain. Follow your intuition. You know, let the relationship grows and grows and then universe will make it happen and then your partner will say it first and you'll be comfortable. Don't do something that doesn't feel good. And if your intuition says, mm, I'm not sure, I don't want to do it first, what's going on? That means you're not 100% ready. You may feel the love, you're not ready to express it yet and take that risk. So enjoy the relationship. The three words, I love you, are coming to you soon. That's my advice and my insight. Now coming up, I have a caller who wants to share a great personal romantic story. So stay with me, that's next. You feel in a romantic spirit, a romantic mood, you want to share something that has happened, something you like about you and your partner romantically? Call me now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kerry. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Kerry. So I understand you and your partner have a unique way to cheer each other up in, uh, in rainy days. Tell me about that. Yeah, so uh, throughout the day, um, work day, especially during the week when we're not together, we will ask each other via text, like, how's your day going on a 100% scale? So if, if my day is, like, under 70%, he'll find a really sweet way to make it better. It could be something really small, like sending a funny video clip or, you know, making a quick playlist for me. Or if he's having a bad day, like, maybe I'll send him lunch, um, you know, Uber Eats or Postmates or something like that. And it just is a way to, like, even though you're not together with your partner, everyone has to do with the whole things and do their work or whatever to remind each other that we care and we can, like, help each other and support each other throughout the day. And how did that make you feel every time you received that kind of text? It definitely turns the frown upside down. <laughs> um, and I know that he really cares about me, you know. To take a minute out of your day to try to make someone else's day a little bit better is, that's really sweet and special to me. You know, listen, I, I'm going to talk about that more, but what you just said is the key of showing love. Taking a minute, taking 30 seconds to express support and love to your partner, that's what I'm talking about. So, Kerry, thank you so much for sharing that story, and I'm going to talk more about it. So thank you and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Good night. Thank you, Kerry. So actually, if you're in a relationship, married, or in a partnership, how many times a day should you reach out to your partner to cheer them up. We'll talk about that next. If you're married or in a partnership or in a relationship, how many times a day should you reach out to your partner to just cheer them up? Because, you know, especially now, such crazy days. Because I believe that expression of loves, language of love, like that, simple, text, little song, an emoji, Meaning, I'm thinking about you, I am here for you, I love you, I miss you, I desire you, I can't wait to see you. You know, how's your day going? 
everything like that. Those are true love expressions. I know it's not a big gift. It's not a, something expensive. But what would you rather have? An expensive gift at the end of the day of somebody who pays attention to you and what you're going through. I want to share a personal story next about something that I didn't realize until it was too late. So you don't do like me. You'll do better than me. Next. So personal story is I'm talking about the importance of reaching out to your partner every day, once or twice a day at least, to cheer them up, to uh, make them feel better. I didn't realize this. I, it took me a long time. And um, I thought, you know, the end of the day, the get-together was really important. During the day, I was like, we each do our things and no need to reach out. And then I had this lovely girlfriend, lovely, here in America, about 10 years ago. And one day she told me, you know, she would reach out to me, and I was very surprised, and, you know, but one day she said, Simon, you're very selfish. I said, what do you mean? I, you know, I'm preparing dinner. She said, no, no, no. The, you know, a relationship is not just from 8 o'clock to, you know, the next morning. It's all day long, 24-7. And I really felt like, you know, like a jerk, like, like before, for not reaching out. I understood that day that love has to be expressed not just from when you ate to uh, midnight or eight to eight in the morning when you are together during the week, but 24-7. So don't do like me, do better than me. Don't hesitate. Reach out to your partner. Make them feel better. That's true love. You call the next. Bonjour, Jessica. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour. So you, husband, and you have a disagreement. What is going on? Yeah, so I got um, offered a, an opportunity, a job opportunity that's going to take me out of town for about two months. And mm -hmm. my husband is, is a little nervous about me going out of town, us being separated, and he, he doesn't want me to do it. And we're sort of at an impasse about what to do. What are the arguments your husband is, is using or telling you that would stop you from, from doing this trip? Well, he's saying, um, I mean, I would get like a little pay bump and this is sort of, uh, you know, it would help me advance my career to go do this, this you know, to be at this other office for two months. And he right. thinks, you know, with everything that's going on, you know, I'm just as good to stay here to do the job that I do here. And he just, he's just very nervous about not seeing me for two months. We've never been separated for such a long period of time. And, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about it? I mean, I really, I really would go, and and I'm not nervous about the separation. I think, you know, we, I think we have a strong marriage, and and I, I guess, you know, I think he's bringing some of his other old relationship stuff into this, and you know, he had a, he had somebody he was with, you know, before we were together that cheated on him, and I think he's, I think that he's putting that on me. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I agree with you, actually. I think he's projecting something from his past onto you. Thanks, yeah. And so I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's legitimate that you go. I mean, tell him it's not against him. And also because, you know, um, listen, in these difficult days, if you can make a move on your career, um, which is good for the whole family, I'm telling you, girl, you go for it. Because I think being married is also showing trust. And if we can't trust, you know, a husband or a wife, uh, when they have to an opportunity to uh, advance at work, man, this is not team. This this is uh, suspicion and anxiety. So I say you go for it. You tell him that you're gonna go, and uh, you organize the communication, text in the morning or FaceTime, and you also say you know loving is supporting. I would be okay if you had to go because I want you to do good and do better for all of us. So I need your support. Please trust me and have no worry. We'll make it work. 
That's a really good way. I hadn't thought of like sort of turning the tables, but that's a really good way of putting it. Um, thank you. You're most welcome, Jessica. Thank you for your call and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. Coming up, I am going to go answer Robert's Facebook message question because he's dating a girl and for the first time she took her home and then he had a big surprise and not sure what he should do. So I'm going to help him. His Facebook message question is next. So Robert sent me a Facebook message question at the rendezvous show saying, Bonjour, Simon. I am dating a girl and she took me home to meet her parents. I got to her house and she is loaded like a giant mansion with stuff. Uh, she never told me and now I'm worried because I don't make a lot of money and maybe I don't make enough money for her lifestyle. Should I break it off so she can date someone more at her level? Please advise. Yeah, that's a good question. What should you do if you realize your new partner is super wealthy and you're not? Let's discuss this. So what would you do if you're Robert? Uh, he started to date a girl he likes her a lot. And for the first time, she took her home to meet her parents. And for the first time, he realized that the girl he's been dating is loaded, like super wealthy, with a giant mansion, stuff, etc. Um, now, the girl was very humble, apparently, because she never told him about her parents and the money and all that. And now Robert goes, you know, should I break it up so she can date someone of more of that level? Because I don't make a lot of money, you know, it's hard. So what should I do? And my answer, Robert, is simple. Don't let money be a barrier between you and her. Whether you're richer or poor, maybe you are, you know, middle class or upper middle class or lower middle class or have no money at all. What matters is not the money of the parents or even your own money. What matters is how you feel. Don't use the fact that she has rich parents to separate from her. That would be unfair. Unless you don't like her anymore, and that's fine. But don't ever let money by meaning too much or too little, be a separation if you love somebody. Love is stronger than money, in my book. You call the next. If you have a question for me, call the rendezvous now, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Monique. Bonjour. Bonjour, Monique. What is going on? How can I help you tonight? So, I recently broke up with a man that I had been dating for nearly four years, and the reason for our breakup was because he said he wanted children in the beginning. I stayed with him too long. And towards the end, you know, that was the reason for our breakup because he basically went back on his word. He said, I already have children. Why would I want to have more? So I kind of wasted four years of my life. I'm now dating again, and I have found somebody that I've really connected with. I really, really like him a lot. Um, he also has two children, but he's claiming, like the other one did before, that he does want to have more children. How do I know he's telling the truth? How do I know that he's not going to do exactly what my last boyfriend just did? Well, okay, so first of all, uh, in your intuition, because women intuition never lies, in your intuition, this guy, the one now, not the past, do you think he's telling you the truth? I want to believe he's telling you the truth. Yes. I mean, but he did not... say that he wanted to be part of something really special. And he seems like he's very committed to that part of it. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I know it's, this sounds like such a heavy thing to talk about, you know, when you are dating, but I feel like I've wasted so much time. I and hear I'm not you. Getting any, I'm not getting any younger. <laughs> so, How old are you, Monique? Uh, I'm 37. 
Okay, still very young. Okay, listen. Here's here's my advice, and I'm a guy, so um, I didn't want children. I have a goddaughter. I have other kids I love, but I was very clear, and women were clear with me. But here's how it goes, and that's for you or anyone in the same situation than you, a woman in the late 30s or early 40s who want kids, and have found somebody who said, I wanted to. Once the person, the guy has said to you clearly over and over that they want kids, it's a simple thing. When you ooh-la-la, don't use protection. Plain and simple. <laughs> don't, don't trick him. No, but I'm serious. I think that we have to be honest with each other. Women who want kids should understand that once a man has said, I want kids, they are totally entitled to say, listen, up front, then we won't use any protection because we all want kids. And then the ooh-la-la, and then one day, God willing, you, you're going to be pregnant. That's how you do it. Okay. I will try your advice. <laughs> Just in all transparency, once you know, you know, everything is safe for the ooh-la-la, and you know him enough and you trust him enough, in terms of, you know, he's a solid guy to be a dad to and a future husband, no more protection with the ooh-la-la. And let, you know, the universe and God do his work. Absolutely. All right. Monique, thank you so much. Good luck to you. And uh, have a wonderful night. Thank you, Simon. Let's finish the show with a question about dating for you. Would you rather meet your future partner organically or on a dating app? Let's talk about that next. So, would you rather meet your future partner organically or on a dating app? Organically, old school, like me, or on a dating app, more like you if you're younger. Anyway, interesting, the results of the votes at Rendezvous Radio. 93% of you said organically. I would love to meet my future partner organically through a friend, you know, through regular event. Only 7% of you said on a dating app. How interesting. How interesting. Thank you so much for voting. Thank you for being with me tonight. Thank you for trusting me with your questions and, and um, love life. Really appreciate it. Uh, you make my work life what it is. And, and, I, and I love my show. So thank you and have a good night. Bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.